It's a new movement that's bringing more and more protesters out of their homes and into the streets. Here, why people across the nation are demanding a return to TV theme songs that explain the show's whole deal. And later, we're going to show you how to clean out that little straw thing in your water bottle that's always covered in mold, and then how to properly prepare that mold as a delicious afternoon snack. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. Stick around after the break, unless of course you want to be ignorant. That's your call. Back in a moment. In the shadow of a global pandemic, life feels increasingly unpredictable and stressful, with many still holding out for things to return to pre-COVID days. That desire for normalcy has prompted Americans to take to the streets this past week as part of a growing movement calling for the return of television theme songs that explain the show's whole deal. OPR Entertainment protest correspondent Marcy Hammond joins me now. Marcy, so many Americans seem to be losing patience with the day-to-day struggle of figuring out a TV show. That's right, Leslie. Americans of all races, religions, sexualities, and socioeconomic class have united in their demands that television shows go back to the days when episodes began with a catchy tune and lyrics explaining the entire concept of a show. Mm -hmm. Thousands of activists marched through L.A. and New York yesterday, carrying signs with messages like, Doctor Who, you tell me, and chanting, what's this show we don't know? I spoke with one of the leaders of the movement, Erica Hamels. Here's what she had to say. All these shows today have theme songs with no lyrics or songs with lyrics that have absolutely nothing to do with the story. When self-quarantine started, I watched all five seasons of The Wire waiting for someone to walk through a garden like the theme song suggested. It was a huge waste of time. I never had any idea what was going on. We the people demand that at least 75% of shows be preceded by a tight one-minute display of music and visual clues that lets us know what we're getting into with the hope that it will be 100% within the next four years. Wow, what a passionate plea for transparency and clarity. Yeah, it's clear that Americans are longing for the heyday of musical exposition that told us that Gilligan's Island was supposed to be a three-hour tour or explained how the Fresh Prince had his life turned upside down. Alerted us that the two women and Sister Sister were sisters. Exactly. But Marcy, how has this issue been able to get so out of hand? Well, Hamill says that things have been in a downward spiral since ABC's TGIF lineup was canceled in 2000. So it's been almost two decades without a system of checks and balances to make sure the American populace knows the plot of the show they're watching from minute zero. Here's Hamels again. I cannot tell you how many times I've turned on my television and thought, what? Who are these people? What is their relationship to one another? How did they get into the situation that the entire premise of the show is based on? Who's a jokester? Who's the sassy one? Is there a dad? Are there two dads? Stop making us figure it out as the story unfolds. I'm looking at you, HBO. Your stylish, instrumental covers of popular songs in different musical genres are too cerebral. The melodic, wordless opening titles are even worse. Enough is enough. You know, for the first two seasons, I thought Westworld was going to be about pouring milk on people and animals, and I still have no idea what the show is about. Well, you're not alone, Leslie. Protesters I spoke to feel similarly. I hate when opening credits are just a title card. That doesn't tell me anything. I already know the name of the show. What happened to slapping some fun, upbeat music over a city skyline? Yeah, fuck subtext! We want a perfect stranger's opening where the plot of cousins from different parts of the world becoming roommates is communicated so clearly, so many times, that even a moron gets it. 
So viewers want television executives to go back to spoon-feeding them narratives. You got it. And when put like that, it seems like a more than reasonable response to years of neglect. They're fighting for their right to slip into a comfortable stupidity and be entertained in this stressful climate. Well, how are network executives responding to these demands? Well, executives at ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, and streaming platforms like Netflix and Hulu are tough to budge in the immediate future. But many are putting together investigative committees that promise to bring new, straightforward content as soon as 2022. Until then, networks will be airing reruns of old, easy-to-follow Saturday morning cartoons. Marcy, I have to say, hearing this report has opened my eyes a bit. I think part of what's important during these times is not just recognizing the sweeping injustices, but also taking responsibility for your role in it. For too long, we here at The Topical, with our lyricless opening theme song, have been complicit, and we admit that our show is part of the larger opening credit problem. But that ends here, and it ends now. This is, is, ha, 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 topical. We tell you, who, 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 everything that you, who, 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 need to know. And there's so much you don't know, because... You are, 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 are stupid, incredibly stupid, but that's all right, we'll read you the news, say hi and by that sums up, 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 uh, uh, show, please like, and, 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 subscribe the topic, ho, ho. Ho, 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 with Leslie Price. Well, I guess that's a good step in the right direction, Leslie. Thank you, Marcy. Pretty proud of myself for putting in the effort. That's OPR's Marcy Hammond, back in a moment. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Ever since I broke every single one of my toes trying to unload the dishwasher without using my hands, I can always feel it in my bones when there's about to be more news, and yep, here it comes. Here's what else you need to know today. The financial woes brought on by the coronavirus pandemic may be only the beginning, as economists today are warning Americans that the money currently withering to ash in their hands could be a sign of a looming recession. Researchers from the Economic Policy Institute have found that having numerous $5 bills suddenly turn into a powdery residue that slips through your fingers may be one of the strongest indicators that our country is heading toward a significant period of financial decline, no matter how many times we fruitlessly grab at the charred remains as it blows away with the wind and spirals off into the horizon. And bad news for those dabbling in psychedelics. A new report out today has found that over 86% of psilocybin mushrooms sold on the street are cut significantly with portobellos. 
Well, that explains why I'm so lucid right now. This sucks. And finally, if you have a teenager at home, you're certainly already familiar with this story. It's a popular new app that all the kids are now flocking to. It's called Secret Swap, and it shows you how beautiful your face would look if you leaked classified information to the Chinese government. I know my stepson Derek is addicted to this thing, but it seems to have really piqued his interest in a lot of new subjects, so I'm certainly not complaining. He came home the other day insisting out of the blue that he'd like to learn how to speak Mandarin, and he's even been asking if he can meet some of my sources at the CIA to learn more about what they do. <laughs> These kids today, I just can't keep up with them. And that's it for The Topical Today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can like and subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcast. Otherwise, you might be forced to form your own opinions for once, and nobody wants that. And don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's episode, where we'll sit down with a man who's confident he would have been against slavery had he been alive during the 1960s. It's a fascinating conversation, and you won't want to miss it. We'll see you next time. The Topical.